Welcome to If Blackbirds Were Ducks. I was just down here looking at some of the stuff and, you know, we were going to talk and I was like, I got my snow goose mount and I was like, I was hunting with you when I shot that snow goose. I got... When did you shoot that snow goose? That was the spring of Easter when we hunted with uh, Dip. Oh, that was remember? fun. That was a fun afternoon. Yeah. Yeah. And you were like, I remember that. We shot like 20. Yeah. And, just, uh, you, just you and I. That was the yeah. best hunt ever because we didn't have to set the decoys. <laughs> yes. Yeah. We just showed up, laid down in someone else's spread who was like, yeah, you guys can just hunt. I'm not going to hunt. And we're <laughs> yeah. like, all right, sweet. And laid down and he just handed me the remote to the Fox Pro and we had <laughs> ourselves an afternoon. Yeah, I always, I, I always remember like we were sitting there, and this like group of like twenty juvies were like, you know, you know, coming in, and we're like, oh yeah, you're like, oh yeah, here we go, and they get to like sixty yards and they just fly away, and you're like, all right, we're done hunting for the afternoon, <laughs> like we're just like, I, if we can't let twenty juvies in, we're just gonna be done hunting for the day. Oh, it made yeah. me, I remember. I think I remember that plot because it made me that mad. Because oh, it was, yeah, just, yeah. It, they were just squaring up perfect. I was like, "It's gonna happen," and then they left. And I was and like, well, like that, "We're, we're done. done. I'm done hunting." It's like it was like probably like <laughs> like an hour before dark, and he's like, "Yeah, I'm done. I'm done." But no, like the pin pintail from Oklahoma with oh, you yeah. and your gra- your grandpa. My first two turkeys down at out of Rapids when you were out of Rapid City. There, yep. Uh, two canvas backs that we shot that we found that. Remember we found that hole by like Madison where those wood ducks were just pouring in. We couldn't hunt because we had to do like our telemetry class or whatever. Oh, we do- yes. Yeah. And we hunted that afternoon and then the next yeah. morning. Yeah. And we shot those canvas backs out there. Um, my first, you know, my first buck that I ever shot was out of your stand <laughs> at an undisclosed location in Northeast South Dakota. And, uh, so, uh, yeah, it's kind of crazy. Like all that stuff is somehow connected. It's like, all, just, it's, we've it's all, all kind of been, anyway. been there together. Yeah. I was like, I was like, just walking. I was like, yeah, yo, yeah, yeah. All that. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Danny's been right beside me for about 80% of the things that I have on my wall. My black duck's still coming yet. I haven't got that yet. You haven't gotten your black duck yet? Jeez, that was cool though. That black duck was leading, was leading a flock of like five hundred mallards, and it was just shining. Well, the opposite of shining. Oh yeah, we were in that. That was just a magical. That was just like a magical year. Oh, that was nuts. That was the best. That was the best duck hunting I've ever seen. In proximity to where I live, too, it was crazy. Yeah, and. uh, like, yeah, I remember, like, we were, like, I think, yeah, it was, like, you know, I lived in Webster at the time. You lived in Britain, and it, it was it was just, like, hey, I think your grandpa and your dad, was it just your grandpa, or is it your grandpa and your dad? I think my, I grandpa, my grandpa was there. Yeah, and it was, like, it was the, we got a whole bunch of rain in August and September, and, like, we were finding flooded public cornfield like public fields yeah. that were 
in walking or co-op or whatever they were, and they were flooded and absolutely full of ducks. They were all coming off either like Renzi or the refuge. Yeah. And yeah, just dumb. But yeah, I remember I those ducks. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, you missed the first shot. And it was first, sliding way left. First two. Oh, you clipped missed two it on shots? the Oh. Yeah. Uh, you know me, Mr. Dead Eye Len. No. I'm sure I was getting my gun ready. <laughs> you were getting a little little excited, to say the least. Mm. But yeah, no. That reminds me of our swan hunt. Oh, remember? Oh, I just, yeah. That started off very crappy. Oh, yeah, that? I forgot. Yeah, Miley ripped her guts yeah. open. Yeah, like as I was so petri- like just shocked with fear. Yeah, you actually did the smart thing and like, like jumped on her. Yeah, get so, her like, quit moving. Yeah, yeah. So what me and Danny were doing is we were we I had never shot a swan, so you found a spot uh, by where you lived and we were going out there in the dark and it is a cat hole like cattail hellhole like it is like. M- like one of those spots where you like, yeah, this is not gonna be a fun walk. Just right. You just have to bully through it. Yeah. Yeah. So we're walking through this spot and uh my dog gets hooked up on a wire fence and she is like she, luckily it didn't go like deep, but it like she was hung up on a barbed wire fence and luckily I was still like frozen with fear because I thought my dog like I thought she like stepped in a foothold or something or but you like jumped on her and we find she wasn't really like that bad. And we just like, she wasn't really like hooked up, but we just got her done. And like, all right, she's done hunting for the day. And yeah. not the best, probably pet ownership. We're just like, ah, she'll be fine in the truck. <laughs> like we got to go. She, she was fine, but it's not something no. you wanted to bring her out in the water and get infected. It was just, a no, cut. but man, she would have saved us. Like, we only shot that one. I think you shot. We only shot one mallard. Yeah, I shot one duck, and then I wouldn't shoot at any more ducks because of how <laughs> muddy it was. Yeah, like they have to be over the top so we can. It was. Retreat. It was a textbook, heavily sedimented, in pothole from all the crop fields around it, where the where all the dirt goes into it. Oh my god, it was horrible. Yeah, but a swan came right in. Yep. Probably fifteen yards. One with. of the better, one of the better decoying swans I've ever experienced. Big whiff. It's tough though. Oh, yeah. It's tough because they're so big. It sounds stupid, but it's like if you're used to shooting mallards and then you shoot at a swan, totally different. And, yeah, and it's the whole like I've never done before. Or I think you know I'm not making any excuses, but it's it's totally different. It is. Yeah. It's uh well, I think you're shooting behind it. I mean, it makes you're sense. just like oh, that's so you're just like it's a swan, boom, and you're <laughs> shooting behind it, you know. Or you're maybe they're just such a they're almost like a turkey where you have to shoot them in like the head or neck, and you can't shoot them in, unless you're breaking. That, I could, yeah, it could be pretty tough to bring them down in the body, body rocking. Like if they're flying with their wings down or something, and mm-hmm. you're not hitting. I don't know, but I don't know. No, I don't think you touch that one. Oh, I might have touched a decoy about two feet behind it, but I don't think, I don't think, uh, I don't think, yeah, I didn't think I touched that one. But yeah, no, we've had, like, I'm just like all the other, 
like I'm just like when just talking, I can think of a thousand different stories. Like uh, first time I met you, I'll never forget that one either. Do you know? Uh, yeah, you can tell it. I I know <laughs> what it was. That was that was a different. That was a Danimal, the Louisiana. That was a different Danny Morrison. That was that was that wasn't Daniel Morrison. That was some other creature walking across the earth at that yeah. time. But yeah, no, all those kind of things. You aren't gonna tell the story. You're gonna. Oh, I will. Leave me I hanging. No, I don't. Yeah, bug me I'll leave you I'll, so uh, uh, I think. You had a mutual, fr- our mutual friend Carrie. All right, yeah, it's time to go scouting, which was new to me because I duck hunted in Minnesota. It's just like you go to this WPA on the first two opening weekends, and if you shoot one duck or if you shoot five, that's what duck hunting was, and, and what I know knew in Southwest Minnesota. And uh, so uh, we're gonna go, go scouting. I was like, okay, whatever, you know. I think we even had my truck, and I had this big hillbilly redneck yes. machine the scaring machine yeah a lifted chevy with dual exhaust that were uh so loud uh, i thought it was pretty cool there at sdsu but uh so we're gonna go scout we found this big uh <laughs> big big snow goose feed and uh it's yeah so we kind of devise a plan that uh two guys were gonna go on one side of the quarter or the half whatever it was i can't really remember and then me you and me you and adam were gonna sneak through these cattails crp grass kind of stuff and they were gonna shoot first and then and then they were gonna all fly towards us and then we were gonna shoot and uh so we're getting there and you start racking some freaking shells in i don't know what the statue of limitation is on that but you were throwing shells and i remember going hey easy we don't want anybody you know shooting their foot off or anything like that and you're like already have it's like like, (laughs) this guy (laughs) yeah and uh so we're getting out there and sneaking and the other guys are sneaking and uh you're a little you're just you're just a little revved up, I think, and uh, like a pheasant hunter or some other th- like who knows yeah. a hamster dropped in a shed two miles away, and you just start running out like they shot just like wow wow wow, and uh, we all like what the okay I guess we're shooting now, and uh, we dumped a couple of snow geese and they're out like some wounded ones and you're out there like biting their heads and I was looked at Adam. I go, what in the hillbilly hell is that? <laughs> I was like, I'm no, just like, <laughs> I was like, what <laughs> Adam? And uh, yeah, I, I won't forget that one. That one's pretty much ingrained in the head. Yeah. It's back in my youth. Oh. When I was a real savage. <laughs> yeah. What? Yeah. Just different times, man. Yeah. Good times. Great times. Oh, man. Like, well, like, even I remember, like, the title for your podcast, you said you were going to write a book, and it was going to be called this. I'm still, I'm still going to write a book. This is just the precursor. Yeah. Names will be changed to protect uh, the the innocent or something like that, whatever they say. Yeah. Oh, God. I'm trying to think of other ones that just stick 
turkey hunting, that first turkey I ever shot, that was pretty memorable. That night after was pretty memorable too. <laughs> what was that? The what do we call that? The white zippin' day. White white zin. Yeah. I uh, was drinking the white zin pretty heavy in Deadwood. Yeah. I see. We had a reason to. We had a reason to. We had a reason to finish a few boxes of wine that night. Yeah. Absolutely. What else? I'm trying to think of other ones that really stick out. I mean, yeah, we just been on. Salas, you know, when you know, we drove out, we drove all the way down to Arkansas in a night just to just to go duck hunting in Arkansas. It was, yeah, that I remember that because you're and, like, and we shot yeah. one duck in three days or something, yeah. And then we went to Oklahoma, but yeah, I remember. Well, if we leave at seven o'clock this in Sioux Falls, we'll get there at 2 a.m. and we can go hunting. I was like, all right, <laughs> and then we. And we were supposed to take my Ford at the time. And literally two days before that, I got in that car accident. Oh, that's right. I think, do we take your your Chevy? Do you still, I think I seen it in the video. I did see it in the video, your bear what? hunting video. The Brookings Auto Hall. Oh, yeah. Blue Chevy sticker. Yep. Yep. <laughs> still got it. That, that, A lot of miles on that thing. It's only got 209. Oh really? Yeah, I bought it with like none on it. Two hundred nine thousand. I got to get a bunch of work done to it, and that's kind of annoying. Oh yeah, but it's better than trying to buy a new vehicle. That's what ever. That's what my buddy, who's a mechanic, said. He just wants to fix it, and then we're gonna. He said I'm gonna get four hundred out of it. When you sell it? No, four hundred thousand miles. Oh hell. Run it till she dies. That's what he thinks. We'll see. Oh man, that, it just sucks crazy. for the cross country stuff because I don't want to break down. <laughs> yeah, at two a.m. or at one a.m. when I gotta get to Arkansas to go hunting in the morning. Yeah, that. Well, we didn't have. It was just a long trip. I mean, it's mm -hmm. just a long trek down. What was it? Like, it was like. Well, I'm trying to think. I don't remember how long. I know, it didn't seem that long. It has to be at least 10, doesn't it? Uh, yeah, but that's not that bad. I mean, no, we I, think we had interstate, I think we had interstate the whole way there or something. Yeah. Until we got to like the Little Rock or whatever town. But yeah, it was not that bad. You were driving some buddy's boat or something like that. And your grandpa was, we were in the boat with like the guy down there with, you know, the buddy. And you were driving that. I can't remember that guy's boat. And he's like, oh, Dan doesn't know how to drive those boats down here in the trees now. And I was like, all right, yeah, all right. Yeah, I'm just I'm just gonna sit here, Papa. He's like, if anything happens, don't move. We'll drown down here. <laughs> we'll drown. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Right. That's a that's a papa statement. Yeah. Or how Papa would never call me by my nickname. His name oh, yeah. is Alex. That's right. <laughs> Papa's a gentleman. He's not going to call you by your nickname. <laughs> no. How, how is he doing good? Yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. I'm not. I might see him this good. summer to do some fly fishing and stuff, but he's always asking. He always plans trips and then doesn't show up kind of a deal. <laughs> at the last minute. Too claustrophobic to fly. I'm too claustrophobic. He doesn't like flying? 
No, it doesn't like just, my, grandpa, my grandpa doesn't like flying. A lot yet. of grandpas don't like flying. And you were telling me earlier about uh, some. You were like, when you were uh, trying to spearfish, something like that. What happened? Oh, me spearfishing. You were trying to spearfish. We were because we were talking about how. Yeah, you said you, you about, said. You said if I was out there, I would just look like a seal or something, or look like a seal. It looked like a snack. Yeah, and yeah. yeah and I, you, I was telling you, I, I said I felt I like a, I felt like a seal whenever I was trying to do it. I'm not big into swimming anymore at all, and I'm like, <laughs> I'm about you know several beers deep. It's midday, and it's a great opportunity to hop in, and I'm just like, I got to go in. I got to get after it. And when you hop in there, it's uh, it's pretty intimidating. And you forget that, you know, there's waves, there's a swell, salt water gets into your throat and you start to puke. And then uh, you're like looking around and seeing all these mahi and trying to get close to them. Then I missed one. Had to go back and get the gun loaded for me because I wasn't, I didn't know how to load it. Got back in, threw up some more. And the craziest part that happened to me was I was sitting there and there's what what's called a patty. It's a kelp patty and it's what all the fish draw to. It's just hanging kelp that got broken off of the kelp beds and is out floating. And now it's structure that holds bait fish. And then all the mahi and yellowtail congregate around it and eat the bait fish. And so I hanging out by it, looking at it. And all of a sudden in the depths, I see a fin. It's like one of these fins coming, <laughs> coming, coming. Yeah. From the bottom, from the black ocean. And I'm like, this is it. <laughs> and there is, and this, the boat's like 80 yards away. And I'm like, there's no way I'm making it back in time. <laughs> and I, I, I'm just like, here it comes. And then it like turns as it gets right to me. And I'm just about to shit myself because I don't know what I'm going to do. I, I've always read these things where you like go at them. You like get aggressive with them and they'll leave you alone. And I'm like, I'm not getting, I'm not doing anything. I'm just frozen in fear. <laughs> and, and it's a, it ends up being a mola bola. One of those ocean sunfish. Which is like the oh. most the most passive thing in the world, you know? Oh, like those like yeah. the things with the two fins. Yeah, like, they just do this. <laughs> and he comes by he comes by and he's like, Hi buddy. <laughs> You're just like, it's a great white. It's, it's a great he's it's over. Me. He's eating me. He knew I was here. <laughs> and the funny thing about that is so then I'm in the water after that, and for the longest time I couldn't find the Mahi. And Nick and crew, they see a foamer, which is like top water explosion of tuna, like pretty close. And they're like, we're going, which I would have done the same thing because I got a float and stuff. It's not like I'm just out there. So I had a big float, like a big orange float where you can see where I am and I could hold on to that. But they take off. As soon as they take off, I shoot one, comes up, gives me the eyeball and wham, right in the back of the head. And I was like, Ugh! so I'm freaking out, fighting it, swallow a shit ton of water, start puking my guts out, holding on to the floaty, got this fish just swimming in the, around in the butt. I don't know what to do. That's when it got bad. And I was like, 
you know, <laughs> like so excited to just pure throwing up salt water and swallowing it. And then uh, finally got it all up. And then I'm just sitting there with it in my hands. <laughs> just well, a bloody fish. Yeah, and that and the spear. And it's moving and stuff. And I'm like, hmm. Uh, and they're like a dot over there, you know. And I'm like, <laughs> and then look down in the ocean. And I see all the blood below me. And I'm like, okay, I should probably just. And I shimmied it down as far as I could. Now I'm just down there <laughs> baiting <laughs> sharks. And I was there like, I'm just not even going to look. I was like, I'm not even going to look. And so I was sitting there thinking I dropped it, yeah. you know, oh, the oh. 60 feet down or whatever. And it literally looks like you just baited a hook for a shark, you know. It's just funny. I was just like, okay, I'm just going to stay on this floaty and not look at it. And just act like. You're just like. No matter what happens. Like I'm bait. Yeah. It's scary. It's yeah, pretty. I, I, it's scary, but it's so cool. It's like a different world when you hop in, and the fish are so neat. Like they come up and look at you, and then you like flash your hand, like the white of your hand, and they'll come look like it's a bait fish. Just doing that. Yeah, you do this, and that like the white from your hand gets them all looking at you because they're curious. All those those mahi are dumb. You ever seen how they look? <laughs> they got that face. They come up to you. They're really dumb, but they're really cool fish. No, yeah. I haven't. The only we did it down in Mexico, um, and I caught a barracuda and a sailfish, I believe. Oh, you caught a billfish, really? A sailfish, yeah. That's cool. Yeah, yeah. Literally, like in. I don't know if the guys had it tied up or whatever. We didn't get like 200 yards, 300 yards from the dock, like in the bay. Yeah. And they start freaking, here you go. And I'm like, you know, like for people that don't know, my family isn't really into the hunting fishing stuff. So like, basically this was like, Hey, Alex wants to go fishing where we'll go. Yeah. They, dad's like, well, do you want a mount of it? And I was like, I don't, I don't know. I'll probably never catch one again. And my dad goes, how much to, you know, for a mount? And the guy goes, uh, 1500 bucks my dad goes take a picture and put it back in the water like, yeah <laughs> let's get that that is just we were just like, not i was like whoa that's a lot for yeah. a fish mount but yeah that was cool we, that that sailfish probably the only one i'll ever catch in a couple barracuda but yeah it's, it's cool it's different yeah so what i i told all the memorable ones month hunts that i've had like i can remember like what are some that ring a bell to you that maybe I haven't with you, about. yeah. Hmm. Well, I brought up the swan hunt, that was memorable. Um, well, we went elk hunting once, yeah. Oh, totally that was that was memorable, actually. Very memorable. Oh my god, I totally, yeah, I didn't even think of that. Oh my god, I still could, I can, I, I got that same tag. Two years ago. Yeah, I know. You went out and well, you didn't see any or what? No, I... Wasn't it that warm point. when you went or something? 65. Yeah, good luck. But the night before opener, I found like 60 elk at that first spot we hunted. Yeah. Next morning, walked all up and down that thing. Never saw... Did you see other people? The night before... Oh, yeah. 
Yep. Yeah. But I wasn't going to where we saw that where we shot at those. I was not not oh, no. by myself. Oh, <laughs> I was not in that frame of mind. Well, heck, if that you... was a long day. That that's longer than most. We hardly ever would do a day like that here. Really? I mean, it, it's way steeper here, so you end up climbing more. Yeah. But you know what we do? Twenty three miles a day or something ridiculous. I think we. I think that I. I think it was like twenty. It was like twenty six or thirty two miles in like three days. Yeah, the one day was really like I feel. I feel like the one. Yeah, day, the one day was like nineteen. Nineteen. It was like nineteen okay. fourteen, and then a short one. Nineteen, and yeah, well, we ran into elk on mile sixteen, and missed him. My scope yeah. was off. I think I didn't you think I thought the they shot? were farther away. No, I think that I, I thought they were like, you know, never elk. Heck, I don't think I, I hadn't, I hadn't even killed a deer yet, up to that. Yeah, that's that's true. So that's I kinda, was like, oh, that was that happened so quick too that like, oh man, I still kicked myself for, well, we just did the dumbest like, not the dumbest. We'd just been hiking for so long and hadn't seen any sign. And then we'd stop and take a break, like drink water, have an energy bar kind of stuff. And I think we either both did. I know I did, but I put my gun in my pack because I was like, yep, we got three more miles. (laughs) Yeah. And then, yeah, you you were walking ahead of me because I had to stop and take a bathroom break. And then all of a sudden, I'm like, I just see you like, fall. I'm like, and you're like, I'm like, (laughs) What, what are you doing? I'm doing my typical like yeah. Carrie Carrie says I just start hissing at him. That's what he was saying this last week whenever we get into a hot moment. You just hiss at him? Yeah, he said you start hissing and I know it's getting serious or something close. <laughs> That's what he kept doing. Yeah, but it was like Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and I know you had you had a cow in like your sights, and as I'm rumbling through my pack and all that stuff, by the time we get out there, the elk kind of figure that we have something's not right. That's, that's some people. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that, that's people. But yeah, no missed, but it was fun. I still, I, I, yeah, that was fun. We hiked the top of that that thing and walked all the way around it. That's something that, yeah. Never do that. I don't know if I could ever. That was a big day. Do. We saw some big mealies back there too. Yeah, I, I went to that spot too. Nothing. It's just too. It was just too. That nature conservancy spot. Oh there. yeah. But did you see bulls again? No, not a single elk. Oh really? We 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 were in the bull pod that day. We saw like twenty yeah. something bulls. Remember we saw those bigger ones off by themselves at the end of the yeah, day? and they the were stuff. Yeah, they were way out there. Yep, yep. But yeah, that was some. That's gnar- Like you don't realize how gnarly that is until I was out there. That hunting. stuff is yeah. Like you that get canyon, off- that canyon off that left side is. Yeah, I mean it is. It's like the bear it, canyons we hunt. That's what yeah. you guys hunt for bear is like that steep. Whew. 
The one we, the one that's like our go-to is. At, no one will go. Uh, there, there's a reason there's so many bears in there. People won't go in there. Because like I'm thinking, the way I think of it, it is like, like if you fell, the only thing that's stopping you is the road at the bottom. Yep. It's like. 85 degrees you know what i mean yeah it's crazy that one is crazy now that i think about it that one was pretty steep i did, I did see some mule deer up in that country not much but yeah no yeah that, I, I totally forgot about that that was pretty memorable so how how's life in uh mitchell south dakota it's good it's really good uh yeah um it's different uh but i like it here um Got a different gig, and it's kind of the same gig. Kind of, I used to be a state trapper before or WDM specialist. Now I'm a private lands guy, so kind of like the same stuff you do working with farmers and and ranchers, trying to you know help them make right decisions on their farm and help them be more profitable and maybe putting some habitat on the ground as we're doing it. And it's kind of nice. I kind of kind of get to go back to some of my roots as my family farms in Minnesota. So kind of. Yeah. Kind of got that commonality with people, which I think it helps. And yeah, I got I got a got a really cool thing done with a bigger landowner. He's he put like uh, like three thousand acres into public access, with fifteen hundred of it being all back to native grasses and forbs. And he's got one of his pieces got like eight wetlands on it. So it's mm-hmm. a really cool piece. It's a like it's not going to be like with grass establishments they take a couple years but oh, it's yeah. going to be a really cool piece in a couple of years so yeah everything's going good uh i know uh as i'm sure Mar- mariah kind of thought the same thing living up in kind of that webster country if you don't like to hunt and fish and you're far away from family i know mackenzie uh likes it down here so it, it's kind of was a win-win and he close to my family too so yeah i really like it it's kind of been going really good good so <laughs> far hopefully it's kind of cool. Like I know you've experienced it too. Like, you know, going out to Idaho and me coming to Mitchell, it's like, okay, totally different thing. Like trying to hunt, Yeah. you know, it's not like Webster where I can drive 10 minutes and find a duck. You know, there's a duck hole every 10, you know, everywhere you turn up and up in Webster and here it's like, okay, there's these like core areas, which you maybe don't have the pressure that you do it like Webster does, but you also have, less spots so i think like on opening duck opener we were there two hours before shooting time and there's already seven trucks there oh cool that's awesome. yeah and a spot that i was just like oh i like i kind of was like watching it and i was like night before i kind of just drove by it like i didn't even like stop and look because i knew there were ducks there and i was like no oh, i haven't seen any be- like i kind of like on the gravel road you know didn't see any vehicle turn-ins yeah. and this must be one of those spots like, oh, everybody just hunts like like Southwest Minnesota. Everybody just hunts the slough, you know, and yeah, everybody just sets up 10 feet apart and been doing a little, you know, probably hunting. I probably hunted more pheasants this year, this year than I did up in Webster, which is which is fine. And trying to get in, you know, a young dog, some birds. So that's been kind of fun. She's She's going to be a good duck dog and all that. She probably won't be the cattail pounder like Miley is, but. Uh, oh, you don't think so? A little more timid? Yeah, just like, and who knows it. It's just that I've been probably spoiled with Miley. Like Miley's just like, yeah, we're going, I'm going. And Ruby's kind of, 
yeah, I'll go in there if I smell something. So sure. it's just been different and every dog is unique. So I know you got a, a new dog too. Yeah. How's that going? Roman Noodle himself. <laughs> is that what he got? Uh, yeah, he's he's a good dog. Um you know, this year was I didn't get out that much with him. He he got a little little action, was really starting to kind of get it on the chucker game in January a little bit. Get it. It's it, January chuckers are just really tough. And um so he's learning his distance on those things, which, you know, if you're pointing a chucker at you're hoping they're pointing them at like 40 yards, I would say. Um, it, obviously, we'd like it closer, but a lot of times that cheat grass is just so short. They're pretty jumpy animals. The thing that sucks about chuckers whenever they jump is they don't stop. Like, they flush. I mean, you might be able to see them land, but you'll get there like tomorrow afternoon if you want. <laughs> like, it's so steep up there. It's like yeah and then like and then like in january i was thinking about this uh you'll like in the morning everything's frozen but then the hillsides get muddy when they heat up and you just slip like you're just trying to walk and you just go it's just miserable you'll pull up on a bird and you'll fall and you'll be like son of a bitch every time the only one i've seen all day is just just stepped in the wrong spot when I was trying to happens all the time. Yeah. It happens all the time where you're going for a shot and you can't hold your footing. Not that you fall down, but you just like get, Oh, you know, like something happens because it's so steep. It's a challenge. It's really fun. The upland hunting, the upland hunting in Idaho is, I mean, for variety and everything, I don't know if you can come up with another spot personally. Did you, you finished the slam, right? Yeah, that you tried. You yeah, tried to so, shoot every single one in a year. Yeah, all nine species. Uh you you and to touch on that, you can shoot. Uh, next year we're talking about doing it and shooting a turkey too, because I mean, oh, why not? Add it to the list instead of nine, it'd be ten. There are some bob whites in the state that you can legally hunt, but it's not like. I, I mean, not really. It's like, you know, introduced little pockets that like oh. escaped from wherever they got introduced and some some game preserve. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know if you're going to find them on public kind of a deal, you know. But but that is somebody was really chastising me for not having shot a Bob White and claiming I shot all of them. So, uh, I was cool. like, you need to get a life. That's the It's one of my friends the... too. He's one of my good friends. Oh. Shouldn't. But he gets a little he likes to puff his chest and how cool he is because he grew up in Idaho. Love you, Ken. No, I, I, hear you, I hear you talking about Idaho. Like, it, like when we were talking earlier, the whole, like, you get to hunt something every month of the year that it seems like it's so, like, spread out. Like, you know, here it's like, like, you've experienced it's like November. It's like deer hunting, duck hunting. Like, if you want to do it, it's all at the same, you know, you got a couple weeks where everything, it's like, you can either duck hunt, pheasant hunt deer hunt and now pheasant season is a little bit longer but that helps but yeah it seems like it's like for you it seems like it's so much more like oh elk hunting antelope hunting deer season duck season 
bear se- you know, all the season are kind of a little spread out for you. That must be nice. That's one of my favorite things is that uh, while I do get tempted by the ducks early and it can be really good, I can hunt them December and January. And it's really good. Yeah. So, I mean, not really good like Northeast South Dakota in November, but you can make, you know, you can find the right deal. The pressure here is unbelievable on ducks. I mean, it's like, as you would expect. I mean, we're at a, there's a million people in this valley. Oh, that and, way. Yeah. And it's a destination to come hunt the snake. And, oh, really? Know. Yeah. It's a big, like you'll pull up to the ramp and it's, it's Texas, Arkansas, California's number one. Uh, yeah. You'll just see all kinds of license plate guys come do trips here. That's a cool place to hunt. So, yeah. yeah, that's what that's what my uh friend uh a guy from my hometown likes to turkey hunt, and he said he was out in the Black Hills, and he's like Georgia, Alabama, Tennessee. Like he's like, why are all these people coming here? And I was like, it's the closest place probably for some of those guys. A guaranteed tag at a, a lot of public <laughs> land. Yeah, Miriam's. <laughs> It's got white tips. That's all that matters. They're creamy white. Yeah. So, yeah, I think that's a, yeah, it's a lot of public ground and it's a guaranteed tag. And I think a lot of those people, it's a cool opportunity for them. I think it's like, like, oh, yeah. I mean, the hills is cool. It's a cool place to hunt turkeys if you're from Georgia, Alabama, wherever. Uh, You know, it's kind of fake mountains, but it's, it's mountainous and there's turkeys in there, but God, it's hard. Yeah, we we try. Well, we I've killed. Yeah, tur- yeah we killed turkeys there, but yeah. it's not easy. The pressure. I, I bet the pressure's worse. I see you guys went with a uh, limited, limited tags, non-resident. On turkey. Mm-hmm. For the hill. Oh, I, oh, I didn't. Yeah. The, see, it's like one of those things where I don't. Doesn't oh. affect- just hunt, me just, hunt, just hunt the dumb, fun prairie turkeys. Yeah. Well, I had, you say that, I, I had, well, last year we were moving, so I'll use that as my excuse. But this year, I just, I struggled. I, I'm not a, not as good as killer as all those other guys, but I, no Vandenbosch. That guy can, that guy can kill some turkeys, but. uh Remember when he didn't turkey hunt though? Yeah. He, he was called, him and. Simbrick were the D squad up at the, up at, and now heck, they probably, he's probably killed more turkeys in two yeah. weeks, and I have in the last three years. But. Yeah, he he got the sickness. Yeah, it is, it is. But yeah, I, I, I've been there. I, now I'm all bear fevered out, but I've been there. I got my turkey fill last week. Last week, yeah, you guys did. We shot twenty, so we're good. That is freaking nuts. That's nuts. That's crazy. That's crazy amount of trick. But that just shows. I shot twenty, and I was still like, "Damn, we should have. We still had a couple unfilled tags." I was like, "Ah, we could go some. I bet we could find them somewhere." You know what was hilarious? We were. What was going on? Oh yeah. So Sunday, it was supposed to rain down where we were. But then up by Carrie's, there was supposed to be sun. So naturally, 
we're like, screw this place. We've been down here too long. We go up there and we just run around like little banshees the next morning until we kill two. Like we knew we were going to kill one up there because the weather was perfect. We show up, you know, the old stomping grounds. We show up and oh my God, were there turkeys gobbling in every draw. And we, really? yeah, and Carrie's like, I want to use the 28. The 28 gauge. And I was like, use the damn 12. We have one morning in like four hours. You know, you could envision how I'm like, no, no, no. Brings, brings his little pea shooter, misses twice. We roll around again. Uh, turkeys at like 25 yards, maybe tickles them or something. They run away. And then we roll around again. I was like, you're you're taking the 12 gauge. And we go to the next one and he dumps two. And I was like, sweet. <laughs> it was that easy. Yeah, that that's something that that whole thing uh, that the whole, area that area that whole like uh like the coming together you don't, you don't I, was, I was say you don't have to say where we're turkey hunting <laughs> i'm not going to. yeah i'm not going to. but that whole thing of like all of us getting together i don't i don't we've always argued i don't know when the original one was but it's kind of cool how you know, like like we talked about Josh, how like you know, he was the he'll probably text me when this airs. Like, oh, I was a yeah, you were like you were called the D squad at one point, and now heck, if I wanted to go turkey hunting with anybody, heck, Josh yeah. Vanderbilt really high up on that list. Yeah, he's you a turkey know? killer now. It was kind of yeah. funny. It was he, Carrie, me, and Corey johnson all in a group and dude we had decision maker central <laughs> and we sat he talked about it in the last podcast where we sat in a spot and talked about what we were going to do and we're talking about making we're in a behind a cut bank and the turkeys are 60 yards away and we're talking about how we're going to crawl up and call and each of us had our own idea and it we sat there for like 10 minutes and bickered over going to that tree, that tree, or that tree. And finally, Josh just goes, I'm just going. <laughs> like, let's go to my spot. And I, I was like, fair. All right. Yeah. And like he was saying, too many, uh, too many uh, leaders in that scenario. Yeah. No, it's, it's cool that we kind of have that kind of group of guys group of guys that have you know i never i never turkey on until i came to south dakota Nick, i'd never even seen a wild one until i came up to school here so it's pretty cool that i mean we have gotten very very effective as a group of doing this stuff or no just uh, yeah har harvesting animals as a group we i always kind of i always call south dakota my meat state your meat state. Yeah. <laughs> like, freeze is getting low. I'm in the Time for a two-week trip. Is it November? <laughs> yeah. Is it November? I'll get a couple deer and my possession limit of mallards. <laughs> yeah. And be fairly easy. Yeah, that place is cool. I Yeah. Terry keeps getting mad at me because he said, I'm having too many podcasts that sound like a South Dakota tourism commercial. <laughs> well, you just had talked to too many people from here. I know I mean, that's where all my friends are, you know. Yeah. <laughs> no. Hey, so so how are the uh 
how how's the pheasant population after your rough winter? Do you I think, think that has much? Does that have much of an effect on them? I mean, it definitely does. Um, I think we're. I mean, we definitely. There's no. I mean, we lost some birds, mm-hmm. but I, I'm still seeing pheasants around. If we have a, you know, a nice spring and a nice summer, we should be we should be just fine. Um, it's crazy. Like I, like you know, South Dakota pheasanting is really new. To like, from coming from Webster, and I was like, oh yeah, we got pheasants coming down here. We it is a diff- there. It is different down here. Like completely different like the first time i was out scouting for like early uh, early goose season like in august we got like mm-hmm. a I, we got like a quarter inch rain and i was driving around and i was like i was like calling my dad like if you guys need to come out here like mm-hmm. get a license like this is no, it's crazy and the people like the people here i had to work at uh for pheasant opener i worked at cabela's and it is crazy <laughs> And the, it's really, it's really cool to see like some of, some of the guys. I think they would come if we said there's two pheasants, and you know, if there was two yeah. pheasants. Eight, the but, guy, the guy, the guys that they made the noon opener for. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> it's freaking. That's crazy. always hilarious for people that don't know. For the first two weeks, because there's so much drinking going on the night before, you don't have to. You can't shoot until noon. It's a safety hazard. They just changed it. It's ten. It's ten a.m. Yes, God. <laughs> even though I, I, even though I never hunt on opener, you know. Yeah, no. I always, I always hunt. I always like to hunt that late season. I think that is the best time. That December, yep. January, cattaily. Yep, and nothing else is going. You know, like nothing to hunt. do. <laughs> yeah, you can either go ice fishing or pheasant hunting. I was Pick so one. mad whenever, whenever a I had a dog. Finally, I should have had one when I lived up there, but I didn't. But then I had a dog that was a good pheasant dog. Chester's a great, he's an absolute awesome pheasant dog. I had moved, and they changed to where the season didn't end December 31st and ended January 31st. I was like, (laughs) what the hell? They finally got the Danimal out of South Dakota. Yeah, they're like, all right, Dan's gone. We'll just... (laughs) We'll make it more fun now. Make winter more yeah. fun. I didn't. I don't like. I I have a hard time going ice fishing now. Because yeah. you you know what I mean. I got two dogs that you know, like. Would I rather go pheasant hunting? Well, and, and yeah, and those dogs. Like I don't. I don't ice fish here. I got Cascade an hour and a half away, and everybody's like, Ooh. <laughs> and I'm like, I I just what I'm gonna ditch my dogs in January and be like, Nah, dudes. You guys stay here. I'm gonna go ice fishing. Yeah, no, I, I take them out as much as I can. Well, and then yep. and then greenheads. What am I supposed to do? Not chase mallards when they're around. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that would uh, <laughs> that sacrilegious for old Dan to not chase greenheads. Yeah, it's like I said. It's so nice to not have that that decision to make anymore. Really, between deer rut and migration oh the curse of south dakota yeah that's probably why we have like some you know nice deer and like ducks because everybody's like i don't know i I don't know what to do with my hands (laughs) basically like 15th i don't know what to do (laughs) yeah everything's have it is everything is happening all 
and it makes it harder too i think for i maybe i'm this is just me spitballing but it might be make it harder for permission because i know a lot of times like oh, oh yeah. dude there's a bunch of mallards hitting that cornfield that you own you care if we hunt it deer season tomorrow might yeah. be a buck right there and you're like yeah i get it dang it that stinks yeah. or i know one time me and carrie had a pretty cool spot and we pull up and there's like four trucks <laughs> around and we pull up and we're like hey what's going on they're like oh big buck in the bottom can't go out there sorry i was like dang. Try to scramble and find something else. Yeah, yeah, it, it, yeah. It's it's awesome living here. I, 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 yeah. Grew up in Minnesota, and there's no way, no way I would go back. So, so last year your pheasant hatch was really good, correct? I would say so. Yeah, and, just by okay. like, just observe, like just observing from what, and that was my first year here. So I'm like. Oh my God. Like, you know, you see them everywhere. Yeah. Like they're everywhere. And yeah, I, I would say we're going to be j- just fine. It just depends on what the next, the next two months holds. It's really, it comes down to like yeah, the timing, May, yeah. May and June. We need like another rain, like not like in the next week. Right. Cause what it, I can't remember when peak initiate like nesting is for pheasants. I'm God, sure I it's take... in May, I would imagine. I think it's, it's probably like, about right now. Yeah, or a little bit late. Yeah, like right around this time. So if we could get, you know, a rain here, I mean, we're, at least in my part of South Dakota, we're getting pretty dry. We're getting dry again. I heard that. But, yeah, that's interesting. Oh, and we've been in a, a ter- would... like terrible drought. I was up. Uh... Um, up north last Sunday, and man, I I I took the drone up and oh, just gorgeous as far as you could see potholes up on the coteau, you know. Oh, I popped it up and was looking at some of those areas that are just pasture, and it was just gorgeous. Like everything's full. I was getting up above them, and you could see where they're spilling into each other. It's ducks everywhere it was just magnificent that's good that's something that you know being i you know we're always you know a leading uh you know breeding population of ducks and you you don't like even now that you don't have to get that far south and i'm like yeah yeah i'm like hope it rains up in aberdeen this week like four inches because that means ducks are coming down here but you know what's ridiculous Is that Minnesota has a teal season. And Nebraska. Well, I know that, but Minnesota has one. But South Dakota still doesn't. That blows my mind. As soon as as South Dakota has a teal season, I'm using all my 10 days on a South Dakota teal hunt. (laughs) There you go. Are you? No, probably not. I know what the big hangup is, is they've done those studies where you just aren't that good at identifying ducks in South Dakota, apparently, because that's like I think the biggest. I think I. You think they are in Minnesota? Sorry, Minnesotans. Nope. <laughs> right. I mean, I, no. That's always going to be a struggle with that. But, but I don't know. I've always argued. Well, okay, it's the same on opening day with people shooting too many pin hen pintails or just pintails in general. Yeah. You know. Hmm. I think a lot. I think a lot of shovelers would get dumped, but oh, 
Shovelers are doing so bad. Why don't you just open that season too? You can shoot shovelers and blue wings. They're like the same thing anyway. Yeah. Well, and I know Austin, Nebraska are kind of part of this study. I think it was last. Yeah, the, it's the the splash Re- study. Yeah, I thought about it. I thought about it because, yeah. You're crazy. Mm-hmm. What, you want to shoot three canvas backs one day or something? Yeah. But I, I do. Well, that sounds that. like a that sounds like a selfish, non three three pintails. Yep, thanks. Come yeah. again. Right. No, this it's year just like... this year I could have used them. Up and when we went to Carrie's for the first part of that week, it was just pintails. The thousands coming in. Yeah, cool. And then you pick one. Cool. Well, then you pick one and you think it's going to be nice. Comes back, it's not. Then you're looking at 50 good ones for the next two hours, and you're just like, "Yeah, what am I doing here? No, the only reason I picked it is I hung out by myself a lot, and I was like, mm-hmm, three ducks, just get out of there. But then I was like, no, I don't want to do that. I know I don't want to do that because, like, the, like, for the first two weeks of the season, you know, we get those extra two teal. I think they still count. Like, cool, I just shot two teal and something else where I could shoot something else but i i see where they're getting at though but i think some people you know i i don't i don't know if i like it because i think it's dumbing down the youth and the culture the waterfowl what part of your upbringing as a waterfowler is to know what you're shooting at is to know what the hell you're shooting at yeah but at the same point in time if that was a limiting factor to getting someone in the field and let's say that kid okay let's say or even that person let's say that person's 24 there's a lot of adult onset hunters now i help with a few of them myself um and they're like oh i don't know what anything is i can only shoot three ducks that makes sense because that's a limiting factor right to getting into the sport you know you would think over time they'd they'd have a maturation and graduate yeah. to where I, I want to shoot six ducks and that's what the whole i think that's the whole point of it is to like okay what did you think like it'd be fun to go out with some of these like kids or whoever or take somebody and be like yeah what do you think okay. that was yeah after what did you think that was uh blueing teal wrong <laughs> and shuffle you know what i mean or something yeah. like that like, hey, do you see like all uh, the box tail on that duck? Yeah, that's a wood duck. You know, like stuff like right. that. Oh, you're like, here's something to look for. Like, what you do on a youth hunt? You know, when you're yeah. talking to them. But that's one of the or, most hey, fun parts of duck hunting. When you get yeah. all excited, oh, you know, that's a canvas back. Whoa, <laughs> you know, you get all, you get all excited. Or I think it is. I don't know. Oh, I think. Scout, I like scouting, and then that first, like that first, like 20 minutes when you can't, like after you get set up and the sun is just starting to creep and those ducks are starting to work, you're having a coffee. Oh, yeah, I've been ready in time. I feel like I'm never ready in time anymore. <laughs> I like yeah, to I'm... make, I like to make it a point to be there early just so we can just sit there and be ready and enjoy ourselves, not be going. Bah! Get the bundle up, up here. <laughs> there. Oh no, that hole's wrong. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's I think that's my favorite part of, yeah. of duck for sure is 
is just like just sitting there and like, okay, what is going to happen? The pre dawn thing is your favorite. Yeah, like like what is like who freaking knows what's going to happen? I mean, you know what? You know what's become my favorite part of duck hunting? What the people? People? I can see that. Just, I mean, you just bullshit. Or at least I do the whole time I'm out there. You know what I mean? And <laughs> yeah. Until, I don't know. Oh. Yeah. I mean, and I love working mallards. I'll go hunt them by myself and everything. But, like, that's kind of what's missing on big game a lot of times. I've gotten to where I don't really like hunting alone at all. Other than Upland. Upland with the dogs? Sure. That's kind of my single alone jam. I'll go duck hunting by myself. Still like it, but. I like having, you know, my best Some... friends are duck hunters. Like, I met them duck hunting. All my adult friends I hunt with. I mean, I don't really do anything. Yeah, there is. It's, it's just nice to sit around and just, yeah, you know, like you said, BS. and Yeah. Oh, oh get out. Oh, get out. That's how you really get to know people. One of the best yep. ways to, like, get to know someone is through duck hunting. Duck hunting. Yo. I mean, I love working mallards, though. I mean, mm. gets me going. <laughs> and whoever that was, too. <laughs> I think that was amazing. But, uh, no, yeah, it had, like, our whole, fa- look at our whole friend group. Yeah. Our whole friend group is all, is all guys that we duck hunted with and then deer hunted, turkey hunted, pheasant hunted. We did all this stuff. Yeah, but stuff. duck hunting is what brought us all together. Oh, yeah, for sure. There's no doubt. It. There's no doubt about it. Okay, I did think of this, too. Speaking of, like, so me and you maybe have a, like, because you're, like, Mackenzie has never, never hunted, and Mariah, I mean, Mariah never hunted. Like, how have you, because I'm in that situation now where I'm trying to get her to go. Well, she's gone dove hunting. Dove hunting one time. She you could do what I do and just give up. <laughs> you think? I'm trying. <laughs> it's I'm trying to get her. I would love. I would love. Love to get her out. Remember when we took Mariah hunting on Thompson? Oh yeah. Well, that was because she had she had a little bit too much fun the night before. <laughs> It was like me, you, you and Cam. It was like 15 degrees with a 30 mile an hour wind into us. Yeah, and we on a lake. (laughs) We drug her out there, and she was miserable. I took a a pretty fun a, a hunt that was really fun with my wife was doves. I think you were there when we dove hunted once. I took her on an early season goose hunt. That was fun. Except someone made her set up too many decoys and brush too much blinds. <laughs> anyway, uh, what else has been fun? Fishing always was. She still talks about when we go fishing in the Brookings Trout Pond. I think fishing is a better couple sport anyway. Maybe Upland, but God, they're just going to wear out and start bitching way earlier than anybody else would, you know? Like I did take, McKenzie came on a pheasant hunt. She did come on a pheasant hunt. Yeah, I think she a did. pheasant hunt, like, not in the cattails oh. would be a really good one. 
like opening like yeah that's perfect walk yeah, yeah 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 we're not gonna get but like one but still it doesn't matter right like it's more yeah. the experience the dogs are involved which they love the dogs you know so yeah yeah it's just try- i want to get her turkey hunting but I, it'd have to be an afternoon i think yeah it'd have to turkey hunting could be really good especially if you just went with like a blind Mm-hmm. sit in there and yeah like okay we're gonna sit here tomorrow morning like tomorrow morning we're gonna come and sit here oh yeah hopefully in the first couple hours something happens otherwise we'll go home but yeah, yeah that, that's to... that's a good idea just like hey i know it's early but i'm just at, like I'm trying to think but... the last time i did any uh it's been a while it's kind of just like i don't try anymore do you think they like, like we are like, oh, we want you to do this stuff, and they're like, no, I don't want to do it. They and literally sure, don't want to do it. That's it's just like I'm sure they they're trying for us to do stuff. And we're like, no, I don't want to do that. Exactly. You know what I mean? You want to go to Target? No, I don't want to go to fucking Target. <laughs> Get the red card. Save five percent. <laughs> it's just like, no. Yeah, I don't want to go to this boutique. That's exactly what it's like. Yeah. Or do you guys... Zero interest, but we'll do it because... Yeah. Yeah, I was just wondering how that... Has she eaten anything that you've killed? Real? She really liked the bear, but it still scares her. She likes ground elk. And huge fish gal all of a sudden. Really? All the saltwater fish, all over it. Really? Rockfish, she said, is not fishy, and I just stared at her. I've never. I was like, "What?" Whenever she said that, it's like it smells like a like a dirty sock, you know. Is that like the bullhead of the ocean or something or what? No, they're good, breaded and fried. They're really good. (laughs) No, they're good, but she said they they're fishy, and like she's like, "No, I love it." So yeah, mahi. She's not a big bluefin fan, but she loves all the white, all the white saltwater fish, yellowtail, <laughs> mahi, rockfish. So now I'm like, well, cool. You can, I'll, I'll, I keep making it for her, and that brings it. I know Mackenzie, you, you just shot it the year before we went out elk hunting. You shot one with your dad, I believe. I went elk, and you had what? An elk? Yeah, yeah, and you yeah. made. We uh, we made elk tongue tacos, and I, Mackenzie had some, and I still commend her for that. Yeah, that's a lot. That is a lot. That's a, that's like going from like a cheeseburger to like an elk tongue, basically. Is what, you know what it I mean? is. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. It is like the farthest thing like from what she's tried and ate, and yeah, I still commend her for it because yeah, I, I mean she. She tried some like deer brats and some stuff like that. And I think it's, you know, it's probably a little bit of a mental thing too, but I, yeah. my family doesn't eat it when I cook, bring it. They're like, no, that's, you know, it's a little anger, a few people, but I, it's a pretty hard stance of mine. The people that say deer st- uh, backstrap is better than a ribeye have something wrong with them. That a deer backstrap is better? Oh, I hear it all the time. I heard it yesterday. Because I brought this up. 
I I'm sorry, but the stuff that was made for us to eat, kinda, you know, bread into that, believe it or not, tastes really good. <laughs> and I love deer and I love elk, but boy. And and another thing we've talked about is well, we talked about it yesterday when I was kind of in an argument about this with my buddy. Uh just happens to be the same buddy who who was saying I didn't shoot all the birds because of the Bob White. But um he said, you know, like this is a treat or whatever. Well, I'm like, well, I've eaten so I, I every day I eat venison, right? So I view like steak as a cow as a treat. Yeah. I don't eat it all the time. I hardly eat it. So when I do have it, it's a treat. And it's just like, I love bear meat. Well, the coinciding factor with that is fat that you can eat. That is delicious. Ribeyes have it. Bears have it. Ducks have it. So I don't know the leanness. I'm not a very lean individual, you know? So, <laughs> so i i do like my fat and i think that's why i like it more but i just think it's very interesting whenever people say it's better and yeah. i think a lot of time it's the, the point proving like it's better i you think it's like a like a short like i'm better than you because i eat deer and yeah. i think it tastes, my yeah. taste buds are better than yours because i think deer tastes better or i like it, deer. I, and like, like you know, I was saying it's a treat. It's a, like that for other people. It's flip flopped to where it's a treat for them to have the backstrap. And when you eat something mm. enough, enough of something, it just is. It's getting old. Yeah, gotta find different ways. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. How many times did we eat duck stir fry in college? <laughs> really goosey. Oh, I can't even. Nick, uh, Markle up there, he said, like, I bring it up to him every time because they were like, he liked to snow goose hunt back in college with a couple of those guys. I can't remember their names. But he said, like, after they'd shoot 100 birds and they'd make, bar you know, pulled barbecue with goose. He said, if anybody says that word, I start to gag. He's like, I've ate, like, He's like, I've probably eaten like a thousand pounds of pull, barbecue pulled goose in my life. He's like, I will not make it anymore. I cannot stand it. You know what it does to your guts? Yeah, probably not. <laughs> but you know what it no, does? No, it's like, good. I love the pulled. The thing is, like, you, you could be listening to this and being like, oh, he doesn't like game meat. No, I love game meat. Yeah. But just... I just like to have a steak. And it's delicious. And in my opinion, is better than deer or elk. Or ducks. It's just good. That's yeah. all. That's yeah. all. We, we're not anti game meat as hunters, but no, I eat it all the time. I love game meat. It's just uh, it, it's just one of those things. Like that's what, like this weekend. I was uh, we had I was back home with family, and they're like, "Who wants to grill the burgers?" And I was like, "I'll grill them." And everybody's like, "Oh, they're you know just being nice, you know." Oh great burger alex and they're like how did you learn how to cook i said i eat wild game you know like i know yeah, how you to have to know how to cook it. you have to know how to cook and make things you know <laughs> taste good you know you want to don't want to like taste good because they taste yeah. bad but you know what i mean yeah. there's got to be there's some stuff that you got to do you gotta learn how to you know not overcook things and be okay if you see blood 
you know, in yeah. in steak and stuff like that, and just uh, different recipes, you know. You know, at our house when in college, we always made Philly duck or goose steak sandwiches, or those were really good for the record. When we do them right with like an au jus thing, that was really au jus, toast the buns, peppers, onions. Yeah. What other? I just remember stir fry a lot. Carrie making sixty pounds of popcorn after the after the nine at nine. Adam's cooking show. Do you saw videos? <laughs> I just saw them last weekend. Oh, that'll be great when those things. Come I out. I got. I do have to get that out at some point. Adam's cooking show. That'll be a pet project eventually. <laughs> Maybe I can do. I could do a little goofy intro and everything. Goofier than him? No, I mean he'll he'll be the one talking in the intro. <laughs> oh, AI him in or something. You can do that nowadays. Just get AI to yeah. talk at him. No, that yeah, we had a oh, had a lot of fun. So we of- we need to hunt. Uh, well, we're going to hunt in October. We are planning pronghorn no matter what. So mm-hmm. that's one. You never shot one before. Never shot one. I'm actually saving up some money right now to buy a, a new rifle. I still got my grandpa's uh, 308. That is, uh, geez, it was, I think I looked up the serial. It was like 1978 when he bought it. So I want to kind of try to keep it nice, you know, and kind of be that gun. So I'll, yeah, I've been looking around at different cartridges, and yeah, there's you just don't know. I, I'm looking at like a six five PRC is what I'm looking at. Yeah, the because eventually, is nice. I, yeah. I eventually want to come out there and you know go bear hunt, but I don't know is that enough pop for a bear? Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, Garrett shot his with a six five this year, and he's dude. He's such a hardo about the six five. He's like, I didn't show him the bear. It was a Creedmoor. He wants a he wants to get a seven millimeter PRC. I think. I think that's what he's going to get for like elk and stuff. Which that sounds yeah. like a pretty good idea, actually. Yeah, it's. I mean, I think everything's. I think it's a. Uh, you know, you're trying to. I think what. Like I talked to a a guy that does like long range shooting, like custom yeah. builds, yeah. like, uh, and he said like. There's no such thing as a gun that you can shoot moose with an antelope. You can shoot something to, oh, you know, you, you can, can shoot, shoot, you can blow it in half. <laughs> yeah. But he's like, there's not one cartridge that'll kill elk, you know, all the way up, you know, that'll kill the gamut. You just have to buy one gun. You might have to buy multiple. I think guns. I'm going to, I think my, my idea now is, you know, the 270 for certain applications and then probably 300 win mag for, for others. Yeah, especially with what the kind of stuff I would like to hunt in the next ten years, absolutely. Yeah, and that's where I'm at. I'm like, I don't do a lot of like, like an elk hunt every so you know every yeah five, five years. years, yeah, something like that, yeah. And I'm not applying. I don't. I'm not going to apply for South Dakota because I'm already. I got zero points and I'm thirty. I won't draw until I'm seventy five, eighty. Now, so it's just one of those things. Yeah, I should have been. <laughs> and uh, it's that's just one of the be- that's one of the best elk tags in the country. Right? I know you have said, yeah, you said that. I've heard you say it on this podcast too, where you're like, "This South Dakota, it might take you a while, but if you do draw it, it's going to be good." Oh yeah, but 
Well, which I think you should still buy points. That's just my. I mean, that's what maybe get what ten dollars a year. Yeah, buy points, and just hopefully get lucky in eight or nine, ten years. So what? You'll spend four hundred dollars over forty years. Think about yeah. it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's not the money thing. It's just like just I'm do it. Be... Why wouldn't you take? Why wouldn't you do it? Mm-hmm. Doesn't make sense. Just... You got the opportunity. Buy the points at least. Buy that points makes... for buy points for everything, just because you don't want to do something now. Doesn't mean you're going to want to do it later. Yeah, and then you're going to be like, especially oh, yeah. especially in the state you live in. I'm not saying go buy points in Nevada, Arizona for no reason. I don't even buy points in most states now. I just, I don't know. It just doesn't. I got so much shit. I got so much shit to do here. It doesn't matter, you know. Mm-hmm. So I I don't know. Buy points. Buy points. You never know. <laughs> you're going to change your mind. It could be something like. I don't know. What am I thinking of? Paddlefish snagging points. Okay. Yeah. It could be like, oh, I don't. This is just an example, which is one I would think of in South Dakota. Like, oh, I'm never going to want to do that. I'm going to want to do that. But hey, it's five, 10 bucks, whatever. Then five years down the road, when your buddy's like, hey, you want to go paddlefish snagging? Blah, blah, blah. It's really fun. And you start to get interested in it. And then you're like, shit. I got to have my Francis Case paddle points or whatever the hell you need. That's true. And then you're like, damn, I got to wait three years to go. Yeah, I never thought of, I always think of the extreme, like where you're like, oh, it's going to be 25 years. But there are people that pull it, that pull it with 10 years preference. Yeah. It's worth a gamble. It's like a scratch off ticket. Mm-hmm. Might as well play. But, but yeah, you were saying planning on some hunts. I know. Yeah. Like you said, October. Yeah. And then. Pronghorn hunt. We're supposed to have a pretty bulky pronghorn camp, so that'll be good. Oh, are we? As of now, it's I don't mean bulky on based on weight, but uh <laughs> kinda. Kinda. A lot of pounds of people. Uh us two. And yeah. then uh Tom, I think his dad, Novak and his dad. And then who else will we have? Oh, Carrie wants to come. I don't know if he's going to get a, a tag. Okay. Because he's a, a public land purist. And then uh, Billy, too. So, yeah, that, that should be a pretty... That's not that bulky. Me and you are the bulkiest guys there. I was <laughs> saying bulky as in there's a lot of people. It's going to be a big time. It's going to be fun. Oh, that's fun. I don't care. Oh, it's going to be fun. That's what I'm saying. I never... Well, like I, I went out to that place that we're talking about. To try to shoot coyotes and um yeah i took uh my brother out there and he's like how do you like because we were like you know driving on the on the on the roads and stuff and yeah you know we'd see him out there and my brother's like how the heck do you even get close to those because they're like you know two miles away and like they see you walk and they're like yep see ya bye mm-hmm. and my brother's like how do you even get like close to those things like you know i've never hunted them before the next day we're driving and we got in between them and like a fence and they just like ran in a circle like this (laughs) my brother's like oh that's how you kill them that's how you kill them you drive them into a corner and blast them yeah i was like no that's not how you do it it was that justin was that justin or something weird Weird. (laughs) yeah it was fun i took them out there we hey we got my brother got caught snoozing on a coyote that I missed. Oh no! Yeah, 
we were way on the north end and uh and uh i was like oh yeah there's gonna be a coyote in here somewhere we chased him there's there's not a place where there isn't one (laughs) no so i was like all right we'll sit here and uh, we start calling and i'm going through sequence and finally get to uh if Sean's listening, he knows Schoolyard Brawl probably pretty good. So we we played – I played that, and I'm looking – so there's this drainage that goes up, and there's uh, like uh, – I don't know, like sumac or something, whatever it is, yeah. like a couple little brushes. I was like, Kyle's going to – I'm like, there's one coming. It's going to come out of there. Oh, I, know, I, I actually know exactly where you are after that description, but keep going. And – uh like right on coming, the right on the fence line, on the north where that stack, north fence they, line. That, yeah, big yeah. hay stack up there. Yeah, yep, that's it. We were sitting against that basically. Yeah, looking, and there's that dam down in there, and then to the right of the dam is those brushes. That's a mature mule deer hole. Really? Oh yeah, that those bushes is where they go bed. Oh, but anyway, so yeah, I was looking like he's come. There's gonna be a coyote out of it. So my brother Justin is here mm-hmm. and his buddy's down here looking. There's like a I think there's a house not that far away, but I was like, maybe it'll come out of there. And uh all of a sudden I, my brother just goes, Alex, Kyle. I'm like I like look over and there's a Kyle like like running yeah. away. Yeah. And uh so I, you know, try to shoot it on the run and missed. And I like looked at him, I was like, why didn't you like like we talked to you, you know, like Danny does. Like so, like you know, it was a whistle, it was a squeak. If he saw something, nuts. And he said that, uh, yeah, he. So he had his gun on a tripod, and when he went to swing, it like stopped him, oh. so he couldn't swing anymore on it. And I was looking this way, not this way. But we and then they they decided that drinking at the Adrian Bar was more important after we traveled for. They traveled five hours and then 75 mile an hour. We hunted in like 30 mile an hour winds, like just try, you know, getting in close and the worst coyote hunting weather of all time. Yeah. And then the next day is going to be a high, like a wind of 10. And they left. And I was like, what are you guys doing? Like, I, I mean, I get it. They, they're not like hardcore. And they thought, they thought it was really cool. You know, they never got to see the West. And no, it was. Yeah. So then the next morning I shot one and cool. Yeah, yeah. I, I've that's the only place I've ever done it. Uh, I mean, I fall. I don't know. I have a call on me and stuff sometimes, but the only place I like went after it. I hand called one in and shot it. I also hand called a pair in, and Dolman's gun went click at like sixty yards. Oh shit! Shot. Yeah. No, um, they. That's, that's a, real, but it's really fun. It's a fun sport. I wish I had yeah. more time to do it. I might need to just do it, you know, sometime. Be really fun yeah, to go it, up there and do it. Yeah, I mean, that was like my job before, and there's nothing that, you know, turkeys in clo- a, a turkey goblin without you know, like if you're hunting and all of a sudden, like you hear just like you're sitting there calling, you're like, oh, there should be, I wish there was a, tur-. and it's just like, wow. Yeah. That is probably number one, but coyotes coming in is, and two or three man mallard's working really cool is two like gotta be two yeah but yeah, yeah. No, no it is really cool i need to do it more it's just hard for me to do it with like no meat associated i don't know 
Yeah. Well, and if we get some time out there, I'll, I'm going to bring mine. I don't think sure. Dalman will care if we kill some more coyotes out there for no, him. Not at all. <laughs> but, uh, no, it, uh, yeah, I would love it. I think it, like, I have, like, sh- you know, sh- or Sean did that. I don't know. Like, it's hard enough to hide, you know, two. Yeah, you know, doing cameras to... and everything would be kind of shitty. You just They're better hope, like. Yeah, you smart. Gotta... Oh, they, I will. That was like in my line of work. I said, we two things left on this earth when we're done. Yeah. Cows and cockroaches. They will be here. I guarantee not, it. Not Canada geese. No, no, they'll be gone. <laughs> and now I don't have to, I don't have to hate them anymore. So I, that's, I, that's good. I'm glad you like them now. You know, I, I, I don't know if I like Canada geese. I like, I, I like, I like Canada geese when they're 40 yards and closer. <laughs> when they're working in a strong, it just, when I, like, when I know I got them, that's when I like Canada geese. When they're flying in, they're doing this. Yeah, when like, they're looking for their spot. Yeah, you're like, uh huh. I'm like, come to Papa, a little closer. <laughs> yeah. Even if you, even when they're like, even if you flare, there's no way you're getting out of here. <laughs> yeah. You're at least going to get shot at. Yeah. God, I just, yeah, so many more memories like that time we hunted in Britain with those guys that, that one, that one guy like showed up after we set all the decoys and he would like, remember that kid like moved him two inches? When was that? It was opening. We hunted next to like a gravel pit. We had dual permission and we said, yeah, let's hunt together instead. Of oh, that guy. Yeah. That and guy you're like, was... On the shots. And then the one time he was just like, Kill! and you're like, what in the fuck? And then. Was it the banded yeah. flock too? And we only got like two. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But yeah, that, that kid's like, you guys don't know how to set decoys. He's like, well, we were here setting them. Where were you at? <laughs> You know what I mean? Yeah, he did. He showed up and he was like, You don't know how to set decoys, do you? I was like, I was like, Trust me, I've shot more of them than you've seen. (laughs) Now let's just get past this. Yeah. So, say this is the decoy, he would pick it up and go like, like that. Yeah, move move it a little bit just to show seniority or something. Yeah. That's funny. Good. Oh, yeah. Good times. Yeah. Yeah, we well, we should we should really pheasant on together soon, especially that late. I'll be over there during Christmas. How long? I'm. I mean, yeah, up. obviously you're gonna go home or wherever during Christmas, but around then we could do something. Yeah, I I really want to. It'd be really cool to see what that uh, property looks like after they just planted it last week. So we'll see what it comes back as. I'm gonna duck hunt it. Like that is gonna. That's like my one thing that I'm gonna do. Like, like my goal this fall is to shoot a duck off, off of off of a walk in. Yeah, cool. that's kind of. It's just yeah. It was just a really long process and a lot of moving parts, a lot of help too. And yeah, hopefully we can get it signed up. Get some. He's got some more acres that aren't touched yet, so we're trying to get those too. But yeah, it's just really cool. It's really rewarding to. Yeah, I don't know if you're trying. You're helping people, and you see the benefits on both sides. I think that's pretty cool. Where you're cool. benefiting the farmer, rancher, and uh, also benefiting some sportsmen and women, wildlife. It's kind of a come full circle kind of thing. So yeah, right. yeah, I would love if you're around. I I got some 
I guess it's, I don't know if they're even like they're not even like kept secrets. It's just like cattails. Just hunt them when it snows. Oh yeah, and that's he, that's the number one. That's the gravy. Any yeah, anybody looking for any pheasant hunting tips? That's number cold, one. <laughs> yeah, cattails when it gets cold, they'll be there. And they always look worse to walk in than they are. That's the other thing I'll say, especially that time of year when they're like broken down and stuff. They're not that bad. You'll find trails and stuff in them. Mm -hmm. But yeah, that's what, uh, yeah, it's yeah, my, like my honey hole this year. Like I, I didn't even want to go until there's snow on the ground. No, because I don't like it because I'm like, am I even walk? Like at least I can find some pheasant tracks and stuff. I'm like, oh, I'm in the right spot. So. I'm around them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, it's yeah. We'll have to definitely do that. And heck, four dogs, two guys. Let's <laughs> that. That would be full. I mean, if anybody else wants to come along too, <laughs> yeah, that's an I'll, open invite. No. <laughs> yeah, not to everybody. Oh, uh, yeah. No, well, yeah, we should do that. And well, I just wanted to say, I guess, thank you. You've always been such a loyal friend, and. You're one of the best people I know. So Oh, thanks, Dan. Yeah, I want to say thank that. you to that. Always put oh. up with me whenever I'd be a little oh. strong. Yeah, you just kinda just kinda like, okay, well, okay, Danny. But on the same end, Danny, like like we were talking earlier, there's a lot of stuff that I would that twenty mile elk hunt, I guarantee you, I know for a fact in my head, there's no way I would have walked that far. No way. So yeah. I it's, pushed you. I pushed you pretty far that day. Yeah, and then the next day, guess what happened? Yeah, I think we should. Yeah, I think we have blizzard blowing in. I think we should probably have Vikings play at three o'clock. I think we can get back if we if uh, if we leave now. That storm's blowing in, and oh, you know what? I yeah, just back to that hunt. It's so crazy because we did it and we missed. Did yeah. everything but capitalize on the opportunity. And my, my scope ended up being like three feet off. I must have banged it on something or something. No, no, it, it's definitely a thing too, because there's a lot of lot, like a lot of things that I would have never experienced without you and a lot of other people too. So that's both sure. ways. And then I get to watch you do watch you do some cool stuff now too. My my like I told you, my brother my brother Ryan, I think it was like your one of your your cornfield duck hunt from this year what, the best duck hunt i've one of the top tens of my life <laughs> yeah yeah like, said, what do you say he's like oh i would i would go duck hunting if it was like that all the time i was like ryan do you know how hard that is to get that happens like once every two years maybe yeah. he's like oh i'd probably take up duck hunting if it was like that every time i was like yeah so every time <laughs> i was like so in 90 percent of the country there wouldn't be any ducks left. It was like that all the time. Yeah. Just stuff like that. But no, thanks again. Appreciate it. And uh, yeah, we'll be getting together. I need to come out there. I want to I wanna shoot one of them black bears you guys keep talking and seeing. Maybe even a white one. Oh, There's man. one. <laughs> uh, we're going to find another one of those. But the black bears are sweet. Yeah, that, I love those things so much. It's and they're just, good eating. They're good eating. They're just cool. They're in just crazy country. Like, you're like, you feel like you're sheep hunting or something, you know? It's hardcore. It's So you're saying before I come out, get on the old stair stepper machine a couple yeah, times? A lot of times. <laughs> 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 oh, 
you do need to prep for that one. Oh, yeah. No, no, we'll get it planned out. But yeah, no, thanks again. All right. Well, cool. Well, thank you. And uh, yeah, talk to you later. All right. Sounds like you didn't even do the intro. I was so mad. I don't do I don't do it anymore. Boom. (laughs) I, I just don't do it anymore. I don't know. I just start talking. I feel like a lot of times when I would do that, it could make it awkward. For if somebody wasn't ready for it, they were always like, "What am I getting into here?" Uh, no, no, that sounds good. We can cut her off. Yeah, we can cut her off now. <laughs> yeah.